And I think I think the kids are sensing that in their parents. We've gotten some stories about that. My mom is so stressed. Uh, you know, I don't know how to, she's yelling all the time. Or um, I, I, we did get a couple stories about parents losing jobs and being worried about the financial status of the family. So we got a lot of different stories during COVID about COVID and then also just because of COVID, you know, so the volume went up and also around the, the social injustice issues as well. Hello and welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker. The aim of this podcast is to connect you to the stories and personalities living in or affecting the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania. We talk to business owners, musicians, authors, students, politicians, and maybe even you. In this episode, we talk to Jody Whitcomb, who leads the team at TeamCentral.net. We talk about the service and the larger role it's playing in young people's lives amid the pandemic. Team Central is powered by Kids Peace as a free and safe prevention and intervention resource for youth. For nearly 20 years, Kids Peace has provided TeamCentral.net to teens seeking answers and support to meet the challenges they face. Users of the site can submit a story post regarding any crisis, problem, or situation they are struggling with anonymously and receive a therapeutic support response. Adolescents receive this support from one of Team Central's trained online counselors within 24 hours safely anonymously and free of charge we talk about a lot of great stuff here that can be helpful for someone you know so take a listen but jody thank you so much for joining me today uh, i'm excited to talk about teencentral.com really quick story when i was in moravian college i was taking a psychology class whatever year like 2001 or two and a representative came in and talked about teen central back then and and talked about how it was a great resource at that time um and it's still going strong today and you know it's, it's been around since i think 1998 yeah. so we're one of maybe the first um websites on the internet uh, but what does that what does that kind of say about the the website itself that has been around so long and is continually used and it's a resource that a lot of people get great information from well, I think we knew right away that, you know, the Internet was going to be something that kids were going to grab onto right away. And we wanted to see how we could use this tool to um, reach children who may be, you know, not uh, able to connect with the therapist right away, may not be. And, and, and not just that they don't have it available to them, but they might be shy. They, they may not be speaking up about the problems that they have, um, or they may just not know who to go to mm -hmm. or how to connect with those resources. And so this could be right in their bedroom, right on their computer. They could go to this website and at least get some information about how to get started. And I think that we intuitively knew right away that, um, kids were going to use the internet pretty heavily. Even back in the, the mid-90s, we knew that. And so we thought, let's build something. And I've always been super proud. I mean, I started at Kids Peace in 1995. Oh. And I, I think this is really something I've been so proud of that Kids Peace does because um, we do it totally for free. You know, that we don't get any money for doing this. Um, and we do it because we want to, we want to reach kids who are out there and have no one to go to. 
Right, and forgive my ignorance of this. You know, when I think of kids' peace, I think of you know your your, your places where the kids can go if they're having trouble, places for them to stay and be safe. Yeah. Um, so this is something in addition to that. This is yeah. you know if you're a teen or if you know a teen who, who needs this resource, you know they can just get it on their phone, whatever. Yeah, that's right. Um, and what what happens when I go here? When I go to the site, like walk me through like how it would work if, if I had an issue. Um, what are the first things that I can get acquainted with or what happens? Well, there's so many different ways you can interact with Teen Central. So the first thing you could do, even if you were just kind of browsing the site to mm -hmm. see what's available, is you could read other people's stories. So there's hundreds and hundreds of stories that other teens have written about different problems or situations in their lives. And I think the first thing that does for a kid is reduce their isolation. So lots of times kids feel like they really are the only person that's going through this. They don't mm -hmm. realize that hundreds and hundreds of other kids are experiencing very similar situations that they are. And so instead of feeling isolated in their own problems, they realize, oh my word, there's other people out there that are experiencing this and maybe I can learn something um, or at least just feel better knowing there are other kids out there like me. So that's like number one. So they can read other people's stories. They also can look on the learn tab and they can read about various topics. I mean, we are always adding content to that tab for that's just kind of educational. You know, yeah, just for some examples, since we're, yeah, since we're on uh, audio here, um, Looking through some of the stories, you know, some of them are things that you wouldn't, I mean, I, I, it makes sense now reading them, you know, my parents are fighting, I have issues with my mom, um, I'm not, not wanting to drive, anxiety yeah. at school, mm -hmm. uh, did I do something wrong, my family causes depression, so yeah, I, I can definitely see how, you know, and these are all just from September, right. you can just go back and back, and then where you had just said around the, the, uh, the learn tab, you have anger management, anxiety, uh, autism, body image, bullying, you know, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't want to stop you there, but I just wanted to kind no, of cool. make it make sense to, to people who are listening so they can really see that when you go here right away, I, I can see where the resource, this isn't something that I have to click a million different things and, and try to find something it's, it's really available. I, I would imagine that's what you guys have worked on uh, after sure. years and years. And we really take from the kids what we add to the site. So if a lot of kids like are writing about not being able to sleep, we'll add a tool or a blog entry about ways that you can help yourself with sleep issues. If a lot of kids are writing in about family issues, we'll work on adding content about family issues. So it's like a circle. Like we don't just come up with whatever. Mm -hmm. We take what we're getting from the kids. And if they are really showing us that this is a, a continual issue for us, like we were getting a lot during the initial phases of COVID, you know, I'm bored out of my mind. I right. can't in this house anymore. I don't know what to do. So we wrote some blog entries about, you know, kicking the boredom of COVID and, you know, here's 20 things you can do, you know? And so we try to kind of really listen to the kids 
and hear what they're saying and then turn around and give them content back that they may be looking for. But it's important you um, brought up the point that, hey, in 1995, you identified the Internet's going to take off and kids are going to use it. And, you know, there, there could be the case now. There's a lot of talk. Is social media bad? But the thing is, it exists. And I, I think it's important that, you know, you're you're saying, hey, we know they're going to be using this platform. So right. why don't we give them the resources on it? Is that right. correct? Because looking through, I mean, you guys are on social media, um, all, all the social medias, YouTube, Facebook, uh, right. Instagram, Twitter, and all those links are in the podcast notes. But also there's promo videos in here and different episodes. Like this is yes. it really is this content, you know, for, for teens yes. looking for this stuff. The Burke Insurance Agency is family owned and operated since 1986. What else happened in 1986? Haley's Comet flew by, and that was pretty cool. The Burke Insurance Agency is located at 3446 Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township, and they represent Erie, Grange, and Progressive Insurance Companies. Tom and Kathleen are some of the nicest people in the Lehigh Valley, for real. They actually get to know their customers and care for them as if they were part of their own family. It's how a small business is supposed to be. They are also community-minded and support many nonprofits, which they are very passionate about. Give them a call at 610-691-3743 or find them on Facebook. Everything, again, is in our show notes. Don't wait around like Haley's comment called Burke Insurance today. Yes. We also have like a help tab that is really like if you're really in trouble and you really think like you're going to hurt yourself, you're going to hurt right. somebody else. You know, there's like it's really immediate that, you know, there's hotline numbers, there's text lines um, and we want kids to go there. And that that tab is actually our most visited tab. When kids come and they and we have it organized, so it's not just one hotline. Mm -hmm. We have a trans hotline. We have an LGBT hotline. We have you know hotlines that are specific to issues on there. So you can go on there and say, yeah, yeah, this is my issue. I'm I'm feeling suicidal, so I'm going to call the National Suicide Hotline. Mm -hmm. But you may not be feeling suicidal. You just may be having issues because you are confused and you think you might be trans and you want to talk to somebody who's an expert on that. So you may call the trans hotline. Do you see what I'm saying? So we're yep. constantly adding resources on that help page that we have vetted so that we believe that they will really help kids. And it's more of an immediate back and forth. You see, when you look at our stories, we don't have an immediate back and forth. We don't promote commenting. Like we don't let kids comment. Understood, yeah. We I mean, cause that can that. just, you, it can just snowball. Right. We don't do that because we, we don't want to promote any kind of bullying or kids that could say something negative mm -hmm. or something like that. So it's completely anonymous and we, we don't want to mo have to monitor any of that kind of interaction. So the only kind of interaction they get is from us. 
you right. know, and then other people can read that, but they're not going to be able to say anything about it, which we think is really positive. Right. I'm looking at the help tab now, you know, some of the, the hotlines, you mentioned the national suicide hotline, um, the, the human trafficking resource center, yep. substance abuse, teen dating violence. I mean, you can go through trans lifeline, national sexual assault. So just to even have these in one location, right. uh, I think is, is valuable. And, and it goes again too, you know, prior to 95, I mean, I don't want to make any assumptions, but it was a little bit, I would imagine more difficult for a, a teen who may be going through something like this to find someone to talk to. They might never, or, or you know, it, they could go on having these things and, you know, people in their school might not be understanding or they might not be willing to be open to them. Sure. Um, so just having this is, is a great resource. And again, and all these links are in the... And it's a safe space. Like one of, when we respond, we have like, we have a loose format um, for our counselors and our admins. But the number one thing we say, the first thing we always say back to the kid is, it's really hard to open up and we are so grateful that you are being brave enough to come to us and share with us what your story is. Because mm -hmm. it, it, you know, we want to reinforce that it, it, is, it is vulnerable. You're making yourself vulnerable by sharing what's going on with you in and they, they the, may have national, shared the national gotten, website, yeah. right? And they yeah. may have shared before and gotten a negative response. Correct, correct. So we really try, the first thing we try to do is give them a positive validating response for sharing their story at all and letting them know that, that this is a safe place to share it and they can, they can always come back to Teen Central and we will always give them that positive response. I want to go into some of the, I mean, the um, minutiae behind it. Like, you have a website for, for this long, you know, how has it been, how many people are working on it? I know you have, a, you have uh, different moderators and such. Is it kind of, it's just, it's just interesting to me that, you know, you guys have housed this for more than however many years, more than 20 years. Well, um, it's really, I want to share with you that Teen Central is something that's very, very special to me that when, um, when I got to be at Kids Peace about 10 years, I started becoming an internal donor to the site. So I started do donating my own paycheck money to Teen wow. Central. Um, and I cared about it so much that I volunteered. I helped write some of the content and things like that. And early this year in January, an opportunity came to me um, where I lobbied pretty heavily to take over the site as part of my job. Um, and I asked, begged, pleaded. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, please let me do this. Good. And normally in businesses, they're like, yes, you can take control of this. Go ahead. I was like, please let me do this. Yeah. Because I was so convinced that this was such a valuable project and that I had no idea COVID was coming. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what this year was going to be like. Yeah, you signed up. Um, and I thought, and, and Bob Martin said, you know, he gave me the statistics. He said, we're doing about 30, 30 stories a month. And I was like, oh, I can handle that, you know. Mm -hmm. So I have a team of about 12 people and I thought wow. I'd take about two or three of us and we could handle it and it would be fine. Well, 
the world blew up. Yeah. <laughs> and and so now my entire team is now working on Teen Central as part of their jobs. In fact, I'm rewriting all their job descriptions so that. Well, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, everyone had to pivot. <laughs> right. And I, you guys, of course, you know, with your with what Kids Peace does, you would have to. Yeah. So how is that? How has that been? You're like this is you're learning in the fire. Yeah. How has that work been? So we we divided into two things. You're either a counselor or an admin, and every week we have a schedule. There's an admin on, and there's a counselor on, and we also have other counselors too that are volunteers. But on my team, we have a primary counselor and we have a primary admin. And so basically when the story comes in, we're notified by email and the counselor for, is the one that does the first stab at a response. And, but it goes into like a pending status okay. and we have kind of, like I said, a loose format, but the, the counselor does their own creativity as well in, um, in, you know, from their experience, because all of us on my team are experienced working in kids' peace programs. So we all have... I think that's good. You want to have different yeah. different backgrounds, different, different people. Different backgrounds, working with different types of kids and stuff like that. So the admins are all master's level therapists. And so we go in and just oh. check their work and make sure there's nothing that needs to be kind of fixed or maybe punched up or... And what we really try to do is point them back to some of the resources on the website because a lot of times kids come in and write their story and they haven't had a chance to look at the learn tab or the tools tab. Well, sure, that's how you, that's, you know, that's just the way you do it. <laughs> so but. we're like, hey, take a look at this tool. This could be really helpful to you. And we give them the link or whatever. Um, and so then we publish it. So we have kind of this organized status where everybody takes a week. And so maybe every several, every few weeks you're on for Teen Central. And sometimes I will tell you, we get some pretty serious stories. I, I can only imagine, right. And, and when we get serious stories, that's when we, we really try um, to go behind the scenes and at least find the region where the kid is, sure. the IP address. We try to do like a well check on the kid and make sure that they're okay. Not we ourselves, but- To the proper authority, yeah. Proper I understand. authorities. Um, and, but we only do that when there's like a suicide risk or like somebody's making a threat to a school or somebody is saying they're being abused. It really right. only when it's so clear and it's, it's so clear that they are making a serious threat. Um, not just saying, I feel depressed or I right, feel Like giving specific, like this is happening to me. Correct. It's clear abuse. And you know, yeah. I, I understand, yeah. It has to be really serious because we really want kids to feel like they can come to us. We don't want them to feel like every time they come to Teen Central, somebody's gonna knock on their door. Right. You know, we just want them to know that we care about them and we take them seriously. So if they say on Monday, I'm going to die and this is how I'm going to do it, then we're going to do the best we can to get them the help they need. And we want to talk, we've been kind of talking about COVID a little bit, but let's talk about it for real. Um, mm -hmm. You said like the world kind of blew up there and everything's going to online. Kids are 
at home. Some of them are at home were in, in bad situations. So, you know, there's a million things that have changed for them, um, especially with the school year being awkward, wherever they are. What, what have you seen in the last six months? You know, what, what happened if you kind of walk me through um, yeah. when you learned everything and then what happened from there? We had a lot of COVID stories um, and I think, well, and we had a lot of stories that happened because of COVID. They weren't necessarily about COVID, but they were because of COVID. So the ones that happened because of COVID happened because the kids aren't in school with their guidance counselors. So the volume went up significantly because the kids are at home and they don't have anybody to talk to and maybe somebody in a school gave them this teen central card and they thought well i'm going to write in so we had multiple kids that wrote in multiple times um because they kind of were using the service kind of like they would a, a guidance counselor i think like okay i did what you told me to do now what <laughs> And that would be, that would be exactly what they would say. What's, what do I do next? <laughs> um, and, and sometimes they would come and say, this, this advice is so helpful, but, but I don't know what to do next. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, then the COVID stories that came in were things like when a family member would be diagnosed and they'd be really scared or they were afraid of being diagnosed themselves or they thought the whole thing was stupid and they just wanted it to be over a lot. Right. I mean, I could be remember being a teen. I mean, um, I don't know. I didn't think about things yeah. like this and take them as seriously. And that's not their fault. No. It's just where you are. Right. You know, so I don't know how I, I could easily see being like, this is ridiculous. I'm totally healthy. I'm not going right. to. There were a lot of kids who just wanted to see their friends again. Sure. Why can't I see my friends? If I'm going to be home from school, why can't I friend? My parents won't let my friends come over. I don't understand why. Um, and I would think to myself, hey, listen, I didn't have a cell phone when I was your age. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Agreed. Uh, but, um, but. But it's different. And I think that's important. Like, and it's funny we say things like that. I have a four-year-old now. And. But it's like, it's, it's just like, the, it's different. You know, we didn't have cell phones, but they do. And, and it's like, they they need them to yeah. really function, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's, the, that's the bar we're setting for them. You need these cell phones to function that we can't really blame them no. for mm -hmm. wanting to be on them. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm just saying I do it all the time too. And it's just like, I try to think um, about even, you know, I feel like I'm not that old. I'm 40, but wow. You know, when I was a kid, things were so much different. And, and I think these kids have it a lot harder. Yeah. You know, they have that, um, I would have hated to have Facebook. Yeah, you know, it, it, when I was a teen. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely can can relate or not relate, but I can definitely understand um, well, we how they would be so them, frightened. We talked to them about how they can use their phones to stay connected, right. um, and how can they use the tools that they do have to stay connected. Instead of going and looking at like junk food, like, hey, you, there's all this Instagram content that's probably fun for you and it's the music you enjoy. Right. But there's also these really prime resources and tools that you guys have put together. Right. That, that is cool to use, too. And we encourage them to get outside to see sunlight. Like just because you can't see your friends doesn't mean you have to stay in the house. Like right. you, you can still go out on your porch. You can still take a walk. You can still 
play with your animals if you have them, you know, like we've really trying to encourage that kind of activity, like not just holding up in your bedroom um, yeah. and trying to trying to um, definitely stay on a schedule like that's been hard even for adults is to stay on a schedule kind of like i'm raising my you can't see me uh, but, uh, yeah you know, I, don't even, I don't know what day it is you know um staying on a schedule getting up every day showering getting dressed you know that helps everybody stay you know yeah. kind of motivated to keep working keep doing trust me it's very easy to not get up and shower yeah and then all of, all of a sudden it's 2 p.m yeah and i'm watching netflix yeah. and i'm like <laughs> I, I what have i done so yeah but sketch, you know, having some sort of routine is immensely um yeah. it's been it's been hard like you said for adults it's hard it's a lot harder to get up and go to work yeah. than it was eight months ago. And I, think, um, I think the kids are sensing that in their parents. We've gotten some stories about that. My mom is so stressed. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how to, she's yelling all the time or um, I, I, we did get a couple stories about parents losing jobs and being worried yeah. about the financial status of the family. So we got a lot of different stories during COVID about COVID and then also just because of COVID, you know, the, right. the volume went up and also around the, the social injustice issues as well Absolutely. Like with the riots, because it is all over the, all over the country. And I also want to mention that we did get a few stories outside of the country. We got some stories from the UK. We got a story from the Philippines that we did the best we could to translate. Um, mm -hmm. We do try to do that when we get stories in different languages. We do the best to translate. Sure, yeah. And, um, and we do put like a disclaimer that this was translated by Google Translator to the best of our <laughs> ability, you know, and we do the best we can. We we answer in English and we hope that they will then use Google Translator. Again, again, the, yeah, the great, the beauty of technology yeah. is there might be something lost there but you can get you can get probably a good yes. a good portion of it yeah and we we will look up helplines like in their country to try to give them some we really we really go out of our way i guess is what i'm saying to try to help the child the best we can and how can we help you because you talk about this is something that's really you know it doesn't make any money you know there's no advertisements on here there's nothing like that so how can we help you? How do people help Teen Central? Is it spreading the world? Can yeah. you do, do you donate to Kids Peace? What, what sure. do you do? I think I think there's two things. One is getting the word out. Um, the more kids that come to Teen Central that we can help, I mean, we would love to be completely overwhelmed with stories to the point where we need more counselors and more admins to handle the work because yeah. that means that we know the service is being used and and that that it's a viable um, service and it already is, but even more, we would, we would want even more. So more people to know about it, more kids to write in their stories and to access the content online. That's number one. Number two is to sponsor us. You know, I mean, we, we have a lot of people working on the site. It's not just the people who are, who are actually doing the writing and the responding. It's the back mm -hmm. people who are making it look nice 
the people who are maintaining the website, the people. Yeah, and it lo- I mean, it looks slick. Yeah. Like this, we have, you know, I hate to do that. Like, I was made in the lead. No, it looks like an incredible, it's really nicely done. And, I, you know, yeah, that's I like, like it. That's like two guys, you know. Well, they're, those two guys do a great job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and, you know, we would, the, everybody that's working on it is doing it in addition to like another full time job. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're keeping Teen Central going. Like nobody has Teen Central as a full time job. Nobody. Okay. So we love this service and we want it to keep going. So people sponsoring Teen Central by donations to Kids Peace that could go, even if they said, I want this to go to Teen Central. Like earmark it, yeah. You know, I want I specifically want this to go to Teen Central. That that would be a wonderful because that means that we we can do more with the site. Well, yeah, more, more donations means more time. Correct, correct. More content. Um, we have so many ideas for this site that would help it, um, things that we could add to it, change it. Um, and, you know, I just think that it has so much to offer. I mean, and it's changed so much. When we first opened this website when it first launched, I mean, whoever thought you would hold Teen Central in the palm of your hand? Yeah, it's and it's funny that I, uh, as we're finishing up, I'll bring it back to that. That you know, when they talked about this website in my college class, nearly you know more than fifteen years ago, it's a lot of the same things that you're saying now. You know, resources, a place for someone to go and be safe and get information without being judged. Right. Um, and, and it's interesting that you've obviously clearly improved on it, but it's kept its core purpose yeah. from from then to now. And that's I think that's really special. And it's something you, know, you should be proud of that it, you kept what it was for and really didn't deviate from that. You just added to it. Yeah. I mean, we don't have an app yet, you know? Yeah. we. It would be great if we could have an app. You know, those are the types of things that we could develop if we had more... Um, and is that something where, I mean, again, we're going to link to everything in the, in the notes, but is that something where they, if somebody is in a position to be a corporate sponsor or something like that, they can reach out to you and, yeah. and just have a conversation? Yeah, and, definitely. Definitely. You know, those okay. are the types of things we could do with more resources. I was just giving an example, you know, just think. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you never know. And, mm-hmm. and it, I think it's for some people, if they don't know about something and then they're like, wow, this is a great resource and they could use a little bit of help. Yeah. And we're looking you know, we're looking to do that. Um, I've seen it happen and, it, and it's, it's interesting, you know, just sometimes putting that ask out there. Yeah. Where you can find. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, I want to thank you again for taking the time to um, spend some time with me and talk about this today. All of the links, everything that we talked about is in the show notes It's teencentral.com. If you just want to skip looking at those and like you said, go through the site. You know, when I went through, I, I hit all the different tabs up top and kind of went through to, to see what it's all about. And there's a lot of great resources in there. Um, I don't know if you can say something, too, about if you're a parent or somebody like how would you go about maybe recommending this to a teen? Is there a way to do that? Well, or, or just say, hey, check it out. Yeah, I think so. I, and I think a lot of parents do. And it's the the what's new blog that we do. Um, if you click on yeah. what's new. Oftentimes what happens is parents find that what's new blog just by Googling something. Okay. And when they, when they get to teen central, they're like, Oh my word, this would be great for my teen. 
So instead of finding us by accident, just go there on purpose and find it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and certainly say, hey, this is a great site for you. You should really check it out. And most, a lot of parents do do that. Yes. Awesome. Well, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, Jody. it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you again to Lori from TeenCentral.net and KidsPeace. Again, visit TeenCentral.net. All the information you need is going to be there. And reach out to KidsPeace if you can help out in any other way. We want to thank the Burke Insurance Agency for being a sponsor of this episode. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next week.